As Grant would say, we are back. We are back. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. How are you? Um, fine, thank you. I'm good. Um, we have received a memo, internal memo, that states from Grant that he apologizes that he can't be here today. He has got COVID. So he claims it's COVID, but we suspect that he might just be hungover after a very, very messy weekend. So, no, I think I think he's being serious. I think he's unwell, and we hope he gets better soon. Things just aren't the same without him. Mate, you're proper soppy sometimes. I, th I think he's just had like a, I think he's just got like <laughs> stuck stuck on an island somewhere, gone missing for an extra couple of days with the boys. Yeah, I think the the lack of the lack of grants, um, I think, is being made up for the fact that we're having a really interesting, dare I say, it, second day in the market. Uh, yesterday kicked off with a bang. Um, we we wanted to just kind of get a brief overview of what was happening in the markets before jumping into specifics. Um, I know that you, as per usual, are pretty bullish normally, but you're feeling particularly bullish at the moment. What do you think is going down? What are your thoughts on what's happening in the market? I think we're having a five-day relief rally. I think like... Um... I think because there is no news or there's very limited news uh, in America from like the Fed this week, there's not really a huge amount that can move it to the downside. So if you're looking at the charts now, everything has like started to move upwards very, very slowly. And depending on what you use, just like your, your metrics of TA, like it does look like things are going to be going up to their next level of resistance, whether it's, you know, Bitcoin, whether it's Ethereum, whether it's uh, S&P, NASDAQ, whatever it is, it does look like it is slowly making its way up there. But I also think that this is the part at which people can get, get in too late and be too confident because they've seen five, potentially by Friday, five days of up, start opening up their longs. You've had five days of up, which only means one thing, in my opinion. That means the market makers are going to rip it down. So then they can then move it into whichever way they want. Because right now, the markets, it's its a game. And it's a game of the market makers. It's the game of the market maker catching you out. It's the game of the market maker finding stop losses. It's hunting for liquidity. You can look at all of these charts, but probably the best chart or one of the best things to actually look at is something like the book map or um, there's another one you can sign up to called high block now high blocks fantastic because it shows you where the liquidation is in the chart on all different different exchanges so for example on binance these are arbitrary numbers uh, at the moment but i will look into it a little bit later but like let's just say let's say at twenty thousand, right as a psychological barrier for bitcoin let's just say there is two billion worth of liquidations waiting there what do you think is going to happen we're going to moon shoot to 20k the moon boys are going to open their longs late right as the shorts get liquidated at that point for then the market maker to bring it right down the market maker knows what's going on they know where the liquidity is they're hunting liquidity that's it like if you want to have an edge in this market you get the order book you get the higher block you see where the liquidity is you see where the the like where, where the market makers left his footprints uh, in the charts. And then you can like move to that. 
But I think we are, we do have a few days of of, of up, of up, one hundred percent. Yeah, I think well, you're being, man. I think you're being overly optimistic. Um, I think we'll be lucky if we see anything past three days, and I think even then, that's asking a lot. Uh, but let's see how it plays out. We can obviously check in yeah. on, you know, our our agreements or disagreement on Friday when we do our market update. But it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Um, I wanted to just just go through a couple of charts before we get on to specific news items. Um, I mean, there's no denying it. There's definitely, you know, there's 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 definitely some good there's some good vibes in the market at the moment. Um, uh, you know, I think the the obvious thing is that, like you say, you know, there's not that much potential bad news on the horizon. I wanted to ask you because it's closer to home for you. What is the sentiment at the moment in the UK, um, you know, around the Bank of England and around, you know, Liz Truss and what she's doing? And and I mean, how do you think that plays out with, you know, specifically the UK scenario? Well, I don't think I don't think the British public are, are, are very happy at the moment because you had old like you had old kamikaze with their um like mini mini budget meeting, which literally it it screwed everything up. So it has created a little bit more worry um, and a little bit more fear and panic uh, within just like the British public. And what I was I was watching the news yesterday, and what's crazy is, you know, Liz Truss is she she's likely to be the the shortest serving British Prime Minister because now there's talks of like uh, another general election. But then we have another general election that's even more money spent that the country doesn't have to then elect somebody else in that, you know, that they, they might not actually want. But then I was thinking as well, like if Liz Truss got through and she's now prime minister and she's absolutely useless, how how bad were all of the other candidates that were trying to step in as conservative uh, leader? It, it doesn't bode well for that party. Then you got Keir Starmer. He's a right LARPer. So he's like LARPing on about how he's going to fix the country and how he's going to do this. It's like, mate, if Liz Trust can't do it, the chance of you doing it are very, very slim. Because if you were to get into power and take the prime ministership off her, mate, you'd be left with even less money than what she's got right now. So you can say all this stuff, but your best bet as like the Labour leader right now is to just hush up, stump, and just let the conservatives absolutely destroy themselves. And I was saying to mum, I was like, mum, where are the Lib Dems? Like, these guys are supposed to be in the middle of everything. They're like neither left or right because they're just straight down, straight down the middle of the road. They're liberal. And I'm like, are the Liberal Democrats even here? And it's just, it, it's just, it's, it's just a massive, you know, excuse the French here, but it's a massive shit show. It really is. And then the, the price, okay, the price of my corn on the cob, yeah, two weeks ago was 90p, right? It's now a pound 19 for two corn on the cob. Inflation is hitting my basket of food quite hard. So it's and that, like there, there is you can you can definitely feel like a little bit of a little bit of concern, a little bit of worry. Mortgage rates, they said, you know, might be having to spend an extra five grand on top. The energy bills gone up. I think mum was saying. It went up from like what eight pence per unit of energy up to 24 pence so that's basically like, like a 3x which is crazy hence why i'm in a in a, in a hoodie with my hood up because i'm cold 
<laughs> You're on mute, dude. I think obviously things aren't looking good in general um, from a macroeconomic perspective. But what do we know about macroeconomics? I mean, we don't know anything. Just for everyone out there, we we just lopping along. We we very open about that. Um, I mean, there is no mistaking that there's there's a definitive correlation between the two. We know that for certain. You know, you watch you watch the the SPX chart. Um, you know, next to the BTC chart, and it's you know they 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 inversely correlated to one another. It's something to behold. Um, you said that you wanted to look at you know the mini futures on the S and P five hundred. Um, essentially, this dude was in charge yesterday. I mean, it was it was quite amazing to see. We normally have a scenario where you know the the Dixie, which is the dollar index, you know, kind of calls the shots while it has been for weeks now. And then yesterday, for some bizarre reason, you know, Dixie was doing its thing, but Bitcoin wasn't reacting, but Bitcoin was reacting to, um, you know, the S&P 500. And I found that really interesting. I don't know if that's maybe in line with your your bullish approach that maybe we do have a longer term relief rally underway, like longer than one or two days and maybe five. You know, maybe that's what's needed. I'm completely thumb sucking here. Um, you know, let's see Friday again, whether there's, you know, there's, there's merit in that wild assumption that I'm making. Now, don't get, don't get me overly bullish. I think it's going to be very, very similar to last week where Friday and like, you can see this anyway, naturally, and it does just make sense. A lot of days in the charts, Friday is the day that people take profits. Let's just say you've had four good days of like up, 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 up. It makes sense for it to then pull back on a Friday where people do take a lot of profits. Now, if we are looking at like uh, the S&P on the daily, now I've, I've got my chart because I've charted it a, a little bit differently. So we've had um, yesterday was green, today's green. It looks like we are going to be pushing up to about the 38.17 mark over the next day or so, which is kind of where a next port of you know, like um, local resistance is. It's where, if you're looking at the daily, it's where the 800 EMA is. It's where the 50-day EMA is gonna gonna come in. And depending on how you've done your fib lines, it's at the 0.382, which is always like the first test. So I think we're gonna see that range on the S&P. Um, and then at that point is where we'll see maybe a pullback or if, if, if the markets can keep momentum, then we'll see it break through it. Um, then moving up to it's just next checkpoint. But I think it's short. We should be looking at like short term targets rather than like longer term. Because there was one dude uh, the other week who was LARPing on SP is going to 6,000. I'm like, bro, SP ain't going to 6,000 anytime soon. And if it does, that's insane. Because you know how much money, how much money needs to flow into the market to like hit 6,000 on the SP? That's insane. It's not going to happen. They ain't happening this year, man. No chance. I don't think we'll <laughs> see that for a very long time to come. No. Um, I still, I'm still no under the, I still think we need to go lower before we come up. Because if you're looking at the charts, there is a slight imbalance still. The imbalance is between, it's, it's, it's that 32 to 3300 mark on the S&P. Yeah, that, that's that mark there. That's 40% from where it is right yes. now. Yes. 45%, yeah. 
that's where I think we need to go because we had such an overextended rally to the upside that it does need time to calm down to come down. And it's going to be super yeah, I interesting enough to see how over the next like six, I know I'm going on now six months like, yeah over the next like three to four weeks because yeah. we've got the midterms okay. coming up right the midterms are I think it's the eighth to the ninth of November like the Fed isn't going to want to make things look bad for that but then will the bad news or the the normal news of seventy five basis points will that be the catalyst for a rally? Because, you know, the market's expecting it now. It's like, yeah, we expect it. Great. Let's just crack on. Yeah, I agree. Um, three to four weeks, I think it's going to take longer than that. I was thinking more around the three to four months. Um, but let's see how it plays out. Uh, there's a lot of interesting stuff going on at the moment. Um, tell me about this chart. It's not a chart that I'm very familiar with. I'm ignorant and I'm not going to pretend that I know my thing. This is the the Nasdaq, obviously the Nasdaq futures, um, yeah, also so very got, similar to the S and P, right? Yeah. So basically, you got uh, ES one exclamation point, which is the S and P futures. You got the MNQ one exclamation point, which is the Nasdaq futures. And essentially, okay. these open these charts open basically like before uh, before trading, uh, so you can kind of see what 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 sentiment uh, actually is going to be uh, in the market before it actually opens. These go up, real markets will, will likely go up. So you can just, you know, you know, um, judge things off this. Yeah, I mean, we've obviously seen Bitcoin move quite positively this morning. Um, you know, I've got it on the four hour nights. It had a really good, really good run on the four hour before this. Um, and it just seems like there's great momentum at the moment um, that's coming through on Bitcoin. And the rest of the market's following following through. You know, obviously, I wanted to just also chat about the the anomalies in the market. But before we do do that, anomalies in the crypto market, um, I wanted you to chat about this chart. You spoke about it before we went on stream. Um, I mean, seeing as though we are primarily an education platform, and you know, we we put education out there. Give us the idiot's guide to, you know, the U.S. government bonds on the 10-year yield. What what is what does this actually tell us? I mean, it's, I'm just seeing up only here, and, and it has yeah. been up only since April, really. What 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 is going on here, and what does it mean? So, essentially, like, the, so bonds, so the bonds, when, when that goes up, basically, like, the, mon the market's coming down. When the bonds percentage is going down, the market's going up. So you made a really interesting point earlier that the Dixie wasn't in control. Now, it would make sense that for, for, for the short term, the Dixie to not be in as much control because what do we know? We know the dollar's strong. We know that that is a fact, right? But what you're seeing is you're seeing bonds go up and up and up. And it's just not good for the market because the money flow is going into there rather than into the stocks because... You're getting more interest rate on your bonds, so you might as well just hold more than that. But what you will see is the market makers won't, and I, and I can't remember what the, the in-depth explanation is of why, but you'll see that they won't let it go past 4% because 4% is high for this anyway, because then that would likely mean that more money is going to flow into this. But the charts you want to watch are the bonds, the futures, the Dixie, um and then usdt dominance they're the ones you want to look, look at the weekly chart on this i mean it's just up only bro yeah all it is 
you know i mean obviously this it's a slow mover but you know it's just, even the monthly you know, we're month three and you think now. bitcoin's going to 30k come on bro look at that yeah it's not going to 30k not yet um anyways i mean it, what's interesting what i find really interesting about this is you know from an idiot's perspective is that you know we've been so so focused on you know what crypto is and primarily bitcoin and then ethereum and you know we haven't really been forced to be aware of what's going on outside of that that reality and now obviously over the last six months particularly especially since this war started in the ukraine um you know we're being forced to look at things on a much bigger scale obviously the macro scale of things and you know a lot of that stuff still still hurts my brain i mean that's why we've had some really good shows on blockmates with regards to bringing on i mean the last one we did with matthew pines was just insane i mean it was i hardly spoke throughout that interview it was just like i was just like you know like okay so this is a very very serious game that's being played at the moment and it has far-reaching implications a lot more far-reaching than we would have ever imagined in the context of you know just a couple of shit coins and, and and you know making these crazy bets we always knew that bitcoin had this potential but i didn't realize that it would come to the extent that we're seeing it now you know it's it's just fascinating no I, no I'd agree with you there mm. um okay so the outliers the freaks in the market right now I mean this this one here um I didn't catch this I haven't been anywhere near this thing I mean I've been watching a couple of the influencers talk about this thing over the last few weeks um yeah I mean QNT quant is just absolutely just shows you like things do happen in bear markets and you just got to make sure that you're on the right side of it and if you are you know this is the benefit i mean look at the daily on this thing i mean this is just this is parabolic bull markets ridiculousness that is just up 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 and away insane i asked this, the question this is, this, i was gonna say this, this is where like and I, i've done this and i've, I've made the mistake it's someone that is like up, 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 like that, that you're going to think, right, I'm going to short it, I'm going to short it, I'm going to short it, because anything in this market that goes up, 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 like that, it's going to come down, 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 right? But yeah. I've learned the hard way recently, like, and it's always, you just know, like, you don't fight the trend, right? If it's going to bounce off something and continue up, that's not a place to short it, because, I mean, look at this. This is an absolute ripper, dude. And you'd have thought, mm. at like, what? Uh one like 32 or 136 138 it's like look i'm gonna go short there we're getting some like you know we're getting some red candles in there but what you have seen is like you know you've got the red candle that goes down then the green candle that goes straight up that's a massive bullish sign so if you wanted to like open something you could have done it around that region but that is just strong as anything however now so sorry so 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 i asked the question on Twitter yesterday, is there anywhere that I can short QNT? And I didn't get a response. And then this morning, a pop-up comes up on Binance. Uh, mail came through that Binance will be releasing futures trading for QNT and your favorites that you've been chatting about recently. A month ago, you mentioned Sui and Aptos. Aptos launched or uh, came online yesterday last night us time it dumped like a shit coin um and they are let's actually bring that aptos chart up 
it's worth seeing yeah and they're basically saying that um listen guys we are going to we're going to allow you to to short and long aptos and quant so we're in it for a treat sense. it makes sense yeah, it it so, much so i reckon i personally think quant is going to be a great shorting opportunity it will be probably one of the most overcrowded trades in the business we can expect lots of short squeezes along the way down be, be safe guys i think it's going to get messy but i think it's going to be one of those that will be an obvious trade from my perspective you know um i'm just trying to bring up a chart now for us to look at uh just give me a sec i'm gonna see this aptos chart but tell you what at the moment Maybe there's some absolute coins ripping yeah so we'll go over those as well i think a couple of guys would like to um you know get a perspective around that uh maybe not it's not so normal to hear about shit coins that they missed out on and missing out on printing six figures in so, space so this now. thing dumped dude i mean check this out so we're on the 15 here let's look at the four hour 15 one hour because when i last looked at it i was actually looking at it here it was dumping and now look at it it's cooking I mean, are we looking at the right Aptos here? No, this is proof of work. Sorry, man. Yeah. Apologies. I'd, lo I'd love to see what you see because the way you look at like your screens, you're like sometimes in wonder. No, no, it's, it's, I'm a boomer, bro. So like this is the wrong chart. Um, APT. No, it's not up here. Eh? I thought it would be up. Bybit's yeah, listing it today at um, uh, 12 p.m. Uh, UTC uh, on the 18th yeah. of October. So today. Okay, so that's that's later. Um, I don't know. Let's see what happens. Um, let's see what happens in the next few days. But I think you know, you guys must just keep an eye on Aptos. Um, Dan, what's the story with Sui? Um, I haven't really looked too much uh, into that. I think a lot of the noise has been around uh, Aptos and then Barachain. Um, but in my opinion, when it comes to Aptos, so we said it, said it the other day, this is the battle of the Facebook developers using different versions of the move language with big, big, strong VCs backing them. So it's going to be seriously interesting to see which of the two actually comes out on top. Like, yeah, devs from Facebook, uh, uh running running both of them so whoever's got the the big the biggest brains with the best ecosystem uh, i think is going to be the one that dominates but as for being a solana killer creating a blockchain in this in in 12 weeks and then releasing it with big vc funds would i kill solana no like there, there's not enough money in the in the ecosystem right now for anything to kill off anything any of these new boys if a new boy were to kill something off they would have to be so sensationally amazing with a lot of insider money pumping it to then bring all of like the DGENs and the few and the six retail investors here over there. But I think a lot of people now in the current markets, they know what ecosystem they like. They, they, the, 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 the Solana maxis, they like Solana. So they're going to stay there. You know, the Ethereum maxis is going to stay there. You know, the, the, the Binance ones, 
They've been forced to stay there. You know, AVAX, they're confused. Or they like video games, you know. The uh, the the Polkadot and Kusama Maxis, they're over there because they like Gavin. And no, Gavin, Gavin's a good guy and they do some cool shit over there. You're on mute, dude. Having a technical nightmare today. Um, I think the 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 big the big thing for us at the moment is to identify the projects that have um you know the fundamentals like in order they've got their fundamentals in order they've got their cash flows in order and they are continuing to build and innovate in the space and it's not difficult you just got to look around and see who's doing that and keep a close eye and watch how it all plays out when you know liquidity starts returning into the markets it's not rocket science it's just a question of who the players are and and how they're conducting themselves you know like so i mean i was just looking at this list of things that we've got for you know our discussion this morning and you know like like one of those ecosystems and we've obviously chatted about this extensively in the past before is is metis you know like metis you know guys two weeks ago were like oh metis is dead and you know it's yes there, there was a lot of there was a lot of liquidity leaving the ecosystem but you know, all it takes is a narrative. And we chatted about this before the start of, of the stream. And it's all about narratives. What is the narrative right now for Metis? And that is that Aave is coming. You know, Aave is coming. They're bringing, you know, all this this cash with them. They've got cash in their back pocket. And they're going to put it on the table. And they're going to let people play, you know, their game of poker. I mean, let's face it. That's what's going on, you know. And, yes, it's a crude way of looking at it. But that's the way I see it. Um, so Aave is on the way into, into Metis. We've actually... We've been looking at this whole governance thing from from the blockmates perspective. We're going to be publishing an article around that soon. Uh, we find, well, I find that the whole governance thing quite fascinating around what what Vitalik proposed a very long time ago in terms of how governance should work, you know, in this decentralized space. And I think Metis are, in my opinion, kind of at the forefront of the way that governance should look. I think, you know, the DAO structure is. It's got problems, dude. You know, like as a DAO, as a DAO, if you're coming in with the majority of, you know, the the tokens and you voting on your own, I mean, it's it was illustrated perfectly with this whole mango thing where the guy came and voted in favor of doing what he wanted to do because he held the majority of of the tokens, um, you know, and walked away with all that money. And I think the the Metis governance model. And what they're proposing is the future of of the way that things should work in a decentralized space. So we're going to be publishing an article on that, which will be really interesting to 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 kind of like dissect it. Um, and then just in terms of the Metis ecosystem right now, you know, Hermes and and Homos are the two protocols that are definitely benefiting off the back of you know this news that are is coming in. Um, I'm not really sure whether there's an opportunity to. To go in there and 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 make some bets uh you know we don't do financial advice so i'm not i'm not too connected to what's happening there but that might be worth a look um so if you guys are keen open a chart and check it out uh and then just back to narratives i know this topic that you love the most is shit coins tell us about the narratives that are floating around at the moment i know that shit's absolutely going bananas Mate, shit. So, like, I kind of like, 
I, I fumbled and sometimes you like look at these charts and they're just going up so quickly that you should just phone win but you get so paralyzed by like oh my god what is going on like the the, the narrative in in micro caps and shit coins it's there it's been there for about three weeks you know people have been printing six figures over the last few days it has been absolutely insane uh to see now the shit coin space it's all about narrative it's all about you know what is what is what is current what is relevant what is like the the big topic you know what is what has some reference and i think the biggest one that you know we can probably say on on stream is you know we we saw vitalik a couple of days ago mention the word the and like the protocol so some giga brain went and created the protocol and it went from zero to, to five mil extremely quickly it then consolidated the narrative was always going to be there. Um, then Vitalik made an, another tweet and a post about it. And then yesterday, he literally just moonshooted to about 21 million, which in this market is absolutely insane. And it's insane for the, for, for the duration of time that it's actually been out because they're not really, uh, to, to my understanding, I don't believe they're creating any world bending tech like it's just it's just a narrative play and it's as simple as that and you can see the amount of money that was flooding and just and, and and just flying in it's 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 truly remarkable it's truly remarkable and there's only one other coin that i've seen in the microcap space that's hit over 100 mil recently and it's could 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 the be the second one potentially obviously not financial <laughs> advice it is just a shit coin Money disappears in shitcoin as quickly as it does on a Friday night out in a pub. <laughs> oh my goodness! I mean, essentially, it's you know we're looking at a nineteen million my nineteen million dollar market cap at the moment, um, which is huge. It's had a three hundred ninety two percent over twenty four hours, and absolutely, we do not provide financial advice. This is a sure way to get wrecked. I mean, you get involved in this at the wrong time. Yeah. You know, you are essentially rolling the dice. It's it's insane. Um, Dude, know, what's so annoying is, is like the uh, so I follow a lot of wallets, and there was two guys like long before this even pumped. Like I saw them, they bought the, and I thought, oh, it's a bit of a shit name. Like I, I'll, I'll just fade it. Then I went back and obviously saw the narrative coming. I went back and like checked their wallets again. Both of these dudes before this twenty mil pump were sit, sitting on six figures. That's 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 that's, from, that's dude. That's like yeah. from like what hundred bucks to a hundred grand in four days. Yeah, that's that's insane. Wow. But ladies well, good and luck remember, to them. remember that kind of thing does not happen often. This, if no, you want to see like a black or white swan event, that is it. The majority of shit coins that you put a hundred bucks in are probably either going to rug you or you're just going to get used as exit liquidity. That Correct. there is is a freak of nature yeah i mean and there's been quite a few of them i mean there's been a number of guys out there that have essentially set up businesses and discords that are you know claiming to provide alpha within the context of these kind of players um i mean i think you know there's there's there is i mean i'm not going to completely you know diss these guys um but you need to understand that if there's a hundred people that are doing the same bet, 
you'll be lucky if you're one of those that are, are, are going to actually come out at the other side of it with profitability. So just know what you're getting yourself into. Um, it's fun and games. You can have a lot of fun, um, but know that the chances of success are minimal. You know, for me, it doesn't work. You know, like once every six months, I try it and I always make the wrong decision. Despite the fact that I'm fully aware of what the narratives are and, and the rest of it, I land up always overthinking it, overanalyzing it, and always making the wrong call. So I just stay away from it. It's just, it doesn't work for me. Whereas other guys, you know, like friends of ours in the space, you know, really good traders, you know, outside of the shitcoin space, you put them in front of a chart and they'll always make the right call. They'll make the right call most of the time. They're just killing it out there, you know, they're just really going out and, and, and just kicking ass. It's, yeah, it's, it's been a been a crazy time in it. Yeah. Um, okay, so what I found extreme what I found extremely interesting about, you know, you know, a topic that's been, you know, very much at the forefront of of the news over the last few months and obviously quite a serious issue is this guy and what happened with Luna and and I see that Binance have announced an interview. Um, you know, with, with Laura Shin. She's a well known She's a well-known commentator on the market. Um, not a big fan of hers, but you know she she gets the content out there, and kudos to her for for getting an audience of this guy. You know, um, what is the nature of this interview going to be about? I'm very intrigued to find out. It's come from Binance. It's coming from her. You know, is this going to be like some kind of a dumbing down of of what's happened? Is it going to be to put him in a favorable light? Is she going to ask him the hard questions? I've never seen her ask hard questions, like really questions that are going to put someone on their back foot, which is what he needs from my perspective. Anyways, it's going to be interesting to see what the result of this interview is going to be. Um, but why, why would CZ want to put Do Kwon in a, in a good spotlight? Why would he want to be given like this dude who completely wrecked the space is like a, was it, a contagion and a parasite? Like why would CZ want to give him good liar what's the benefit well that's a very good question i don't know the answer to that i mean there's spec there could be speculatory answers to that speculation being that you know cz and binance were heavily invested in luna and you know they'd like to see some kind of a return on that investment to what extent they were invested i don't entirely know and i think any information that is out there would be completely hearsay anyways i don't think there is any official information and if there is please you know, if there is any official information around Binance's involvement from on-chain data, please can you guys post it below this video? I'm really intrigued to to know that. Um, but maybe that's why CZ wants to maybe try and recover some of that investment. You know, they've they've done with 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 Luna Classic. You know, they've they've tried to put Luna Classic from a Binance perspective in a favorable light. What have they done to do that while burning? You know, fees trying to show some kind of commitment to the project well not some kind they are they're committed to the project they're showing that by their deeds so maybe this is another attempt to try and you know like make it look a lot better than it is you know in inverted commas i don't know dude i mean it really we'll find out in 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 due course this interview is going to air later on today or is it tomorrow uh let me just you know check uh, on the 18th so it'll be later it'll be later today do you know what time? Um, 
Sorry. Doquan was announced officially appear Unchained podcast October the 18th. It doesn't say when. Mate, that picture, scroll up, scroll up a sec. This one. That picture, mate, that is just going to piss everyone off because you got yes. that guy there smiling at you for everything he's done. That's going to really annoy people. Well, he's smiling here. And that. And her. Mate, she's pissing yeah. me off. Anyway, so, you know, let's see what, what comes out of it. I think, you know, it really is relevant. It's a very relevant thing, this whole Luna thing. It's going to set the precedent for a lot of what's going to happen in crypto in the next few years. Trust me, Luna and what happened to Luna is the it's the, going to be the bedrock of how things are going to be dealt with around regulation, around what you're allowed to do and how you're allowed to do it. And, and it's just going to be fascinating to see how it plays out in the coming months and we've got ringside seats to it so yeah let's see what happens um you know obviously the other the other regulatory conversation is is sam bankman freed is under investigation by the texas regulators i believe um they've come they've come forward and said listen we we are suspicious of some of the yield bearing uh, opportunities that you're offering on FTX, and we are suspecting that they might be securities. Um, so, yeah, I mean, be interesting. I mean, not really sure whether Sam and FTX particularly are going to be doing stuff in the space that they haven't consulted their they probably they've probably got a football team of attorneys and lawyers behind what it is that they're doing so yeah i mean it's going to be interesting so it's the ftx us division obviously that they're looking at um yeah. you know what are you guys doing what's the story we don't like it uh you know and i'm sure the fact that you know we've commented on 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 the stream before you know, remember he he. You know, the last three weeks, I think it's been. I think there's been three, three posts that he's made where he's buying a whole lot of FT, FTT tokens, which is obviously the FTX, FTX token, and letting everyone know. Listen, this is not financial advice, but I'm about to buy three and a half million dollars worth of FTT tokens. So maybe that also comes up. You know, so you know, just another day in crypto, I suppose. Um, and you know, Sam's now in the news and. But we know that Sam's very pro-regulation. So, you know, maybe this is also an opportunity for, you know, that regulatory momentum to continue and and for the momentum to build up. And because we know that the only way that the space or the Americans especially are going to be happy with crypto is once they're regulating and taxing everyone to death. Um, and that's coming. And what better way to do it than one of the people who is most favorable for regulation? So if, if FTX comes under the spotlight and Sam's like, yeah, sure, it was a security. Let's make these changes. And he's the one that almost suggests the changes that 100%. governments can agree to. You've now got the poster boy of like crypto being like, hey, guys, regulation's good. Pay your taxes, do your dues. But I'm Sam. Yeah. Like that, right? Absolutely. I mean, it's definitely in line with that. I mean, it's not necessarily a bad thing from a, from a momentum perspective but you know obviously you know you, your bad actors within government are going to come to the fore they are going to you know i mean i think senator elizabeth warren's one of them you know that's you know she's obviously very pro the banks and 
you know what it is that they they are wanting in the space and and that's part of it you know that's part of the finding where the balance is you always need the extreme views so that you can arrive hopefully at a balance you know i'm bullish from that perspective i'm not too much of a pessimist even though that that ultimately it it, it, it comes down to people or rather governments getting their tax money i think that's at the end of the day i'm of the opinion that's all they really care about you know um they don't care about anything else they just want to make sure that they get their pound of flesh uh and they'll do what it takes to get to that point um in yeah. terms of crypto threatening banks and you know all that kind of stuff you know that's a different conversation we could have that conversation with 20 shows 20 streams post this one um but yeah Anyways, any other topics that we want to cover? Uh, anything else on your radar that you that you've been interested in that you'd like to chat about, or do you want to wrap it? Um, I guess the only thing I'll, I'll bring up is what we spoke about in in the newsletter yesterday. So the the newsletter we released yesterday it's all about it's all about whale hunting season, and it is whale hunting season now because Christmas is coming up, and if you like me, you've got loads of presents and a family dinner to pay for, right? So you want to get an edge on the market. You know, you want to find out the narrative. You want to find out where smart money, insider money, big money is going, right? So if you look at the newsletter, we break down a, a little mini how-to guide on how to find the right charts, how to track the right wallets, how to find the right wallets, and, you know, what the right wallet looks like. Um, and right now is probably the most important time to do it because liquidity is thin. And if you can jump or get a head start on everybody, even if it's just like two or three minutes, I can promise you, you'll be in a much better position when you can say when the ball run comes, but you'll just be in a much better position leading into like the, the next cycle, whether it's, um, you know, a, a bear market rally or whether it's a pullback, you know, you, you can see trends. And yes, it's boring. It's boring as shit. Like sitting through a contract, looking through charts, looking through people's wallets when a lot of them are shit it's boring but if you get 10 that are golden you'll like thank yourself for it yeah That's cool yeah saying. i actually i really i really enjoyed that that newsletter um from a just from an alpha perspective because it really does give you essentially the passport to finding the inside edge at the moment because that's what this is right it's like how do you how do you get an edge like i mean and, and we've chatted about you know we've you and i've chatted about this before it's like what do you like you know jedi what are you doing i'm not doing anything bro i don't have an edge i don't have an edge right now i don't see how i can beat you know like like anyone out there at the moment you know like i just can't see how i can out trade them or outsmart them but what you did was with that news is that you really presented an opportunity for somebody to find an edge um through their own, you know, like, it's not even like there isn't like this hard and fast way of doing it. It's just like, okay, well, get a whole lot of wallets. And that on its own is like, you know, like you could find an NFT play, you know, whatever the case might be. And you might land up being in a situation where you are finding a unique wallet that nobody's looking at. You know that this dude is making money and all you're doing is that you copy trading them or you're getting in before everybody else does because they made a purchase. And it's, it's such an, straightforward thing but like you said it's boring as fuck you got to put the work in <laughs> and but guess what guys it's you know we're in a market right now where 
you know, the real the real test is out there. In a bull market, everyone's a genius. And in a bear market, you've got to find your genius. You've got to find what your edge is. And if you don't have one, that's fine as well. Then go and research, go and find the longer-term players. What am I doing? I'm finding little edges in in running longs and shorts. You know, like it's working for me. I'm, I'm actually net positive. Um, I've made a ton of mistakes. I mean, I remember once again, I bring up cred. You know, like cred has been my favorite, like markets understanding the markets and how to play them you know he's got hundreds of hours of videos on his youtube channel where he actually goes through the fundamentals of trading and one of the things that he speaks about all the time is that just make sure you survive make sure that you don't blow make sure the dynamite doesn't blow up in your face where you left without your head and you've got nothing left just make sure that you've always got something left make your mistakes learn from your mistakes and that's what i've been doing i've been making a shit ton of mistakes you know like making the wrong calls like reading the trend wrong but never overbet never go in there with with money that you you can't afford to lose and it's working you know it's kind of like I'm, I'm i'm understanding you know how to how to like the risk management is key it always has been um but even more so when you're running longs and shorts even if you're running 3x leverage longs and shorts you still you're still at risk of getting liquidated and you've got to manage accordingly I started out by doing $10 bets, you know, at 3x leverage. I mean, that's nothing. And it, and it doesn't matter if you lose it, but it does when you do because you kind of like testing yourself and you're testing your, your mindset and learned a lot doing that. So if you guys are looking at following that path, go and do some, some, some cred research. The man is an absolute freaking genius and don't, don't get caught with the dynamite in your hands and blow your head off. That's key, you know, and just play around. Play around $5, dude. Play, place a $5 bet on an ETH long when you think it's going to, there's continuation in the long. See how it works out. Put in, put in, put in profit points along the way up, you know, like profit levels are key. You know, you don't just do one once off or market sell. Put in those levels, make a pl have your plan, you know, put it into action. There's a whole lot of rules. Go and watch those creed videos. Anyways, I'm having a bit of a ramble. I think we've spoken enough. One more thing. One more thing. Arbitrum. Arbitrum's really been interesting. I've been loving, been loving what's happening on Arbitrum at the moment. Um, you know, we spoke about Arbitrum season several weeks ago. Grant did an amazing thread on Arbitrum. Uh, we actually, we actually just been really impressed with what these guys have been doing. Um, and they did a little campaign, um, on Twitter at the moment. I'm not going to tell you what it is. Go check it out. It's just like a repost around, around Arbitrum. It's in motion at the moment. Um, and there's some, I mean, dude, the darling projects at the moment in the market, there's, there's a whole lot of them, you know, GMX, um, I really love handle fire. You know what those guys have done we're actually going to do an article on handle fire as well in terms of the forex trading i mean their app is just absolutely gorgeous you know on-chain forex trading these guys have really really just kicked ass um mm -hmm. and and there's a whole lot of these projects on obby you know the guys are you know it's, it's a whale they call it the whale the the whale chain but you know what it's it's more than just whales it's it's good tech the guys are on it they're doing good stuff um i wish we had got involved in this little marketing campaign of theirs that they're doing right now it would have been so much fun um anyways uh, maybe we still can let's see 
Oh, I, I, I've got a sneaky suspicion we might be able to. Yeah, I mean, just love love their vibe. Just that's all I can say. Cool. That's it for now. Anything else, Dan? Are we done? Nope. That is a wrap. Yeah. Don't forget, guys, like and subscribe. Give us give us a little bit of love so we can continue doing this stuff. And don't forget to sub to our newsletter. We've also got an Instagram channel out. Uh, we're going to start putting some stuff out. Well, we already have started putting some stuff out there. Um, and don't forget, all our, all our YouTube streams we put on podcasts. So you can go and listen to them on Spotify when you're in the car. Take it easy out there. Stay safe. Don't get caught with the dynamite in your hands. Sweet. Peace.